friend, we're just one week into summer and already you may feel like you're in quicksand when it comes to where your time is going. Wish there was a simple way to maintain the momentum of intention and growth that you had just a few weeks or months ago. Or maybe you're that girl who wishes there was a simple way to build any kind of momentum in the first place, right? Now, I'm no architect, but I do know a thing or two about building. You first need to lay a solid foundation, whether that's building a new house in the neighborhood of your dreams or building your with God life in the eight areas of attention. So today I want to teach you the three simple steps to lay foundation habits. That way, when you've got a strong foundation, no matter what life brings, surprises, struggles, storms, or seasons, AKA summer, you still got something to stand on. Grab your calendar and journal because we've got some building to do together. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the redeem her time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Speaking of one week into summer, it's going to be over before you know it. And June is nearly over too. So did you find the time yet? to do that thing you keep saying is really important? How long have you been waiting for time to magically appear while you run from one thing to the next, day after day, week after week, month after month, season after season? Oftentimes, we're running right past it and we don't even realize it. It all starts with having the right mindset. And recently, in the Redeem Her Time group coaching program, I shared this reminder with our current students. God has given you an abundance of time for the things that are important today. You should have seen the look on those women's faces as that truth sunk in. Maybe always feeling like there's never enough time is part of what's blinding you to finding it. Once those blinders come off and you're looking for it expectantly, it will show up in the places that maybe you least expected. Before the day starts, or after the kids go to bed, between activities, or over a lunch break, during the weekday or over the weekend. Imagine how much your life would change when you believe you do have plenty of time, instead of always being behind the clock. More than you can even imagine right now, my friend. So what you need is an expert to help you see what you can't see on your own. Perfect! Perfect! 
because I've got a few free calls still available. I know it's nearly the end of June, but you can still schedule one of my 50th birthday, five minute, find the time chats anytime this week, even if it doesn't actually happen till July. But to get in on my birthday blessing, you got to pick your day and time while it's still my birthday month. And I'm just going to say, if you think you don't have five minutes, then we definitely need to talk and talk soon. So when I think about building something that lasts the test of time, I can't help but think of the wise man and the foolish man from Matthew 7. What was it that separated the two and their houses from one another? The wise man built his house upon the rock while the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And then, what happened when the storm came? As Jesus' parable goes, a storm comes with rain, wind, and floods. The house built on the sand collapses because its foundation is weak and it's unable to withstand the elements. However, the house built on the rock remains standing as its foundation is strong and secure. That rock is faith in Jesus Christ. So let me ask you, which house would you rather live in? And which way would you rather build your life? The wise way on a firm foundation seems like a no-brainer, but do we really do it? I can think of many a time in my life I wanted to see something happen, so I quick threw down a few good intentions and ideas, then started trying to build something on top of that. And how do you think that turned out? Yep, before long, I pretty much was staring at a big heap. Whether that was my faith that was challenged, my marriage or parenting that was tested, my friendship that was rejected, my work that was unsuccessful, my stewardship that was lacking, my wellness that was forgotten, my passions that were discarded, or my dwelling that was upended. What I learned is that taking the time to diligently lay a solid foundation ensured I had something steady to build on. But hastily throwing something out there and expecting it to bear the weight of life usually resulted in a pile of rubble. At first, it might look kind of nice, but you'll have to build it twice, right? Oh, you'll have to build your house once more. Ain't nobody got time or energy for that. I've been in Proverbs lately, and these timely nuggets of wisdom have been ringing in my ears and in my heart. Proverbs 21.5 The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. Proverbs 14.1 The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. So let me ask, when it comes to your growth in any of the eight areas of attention, whether it's your faith walk, your family, friendships, service, stewardship, wellness, passions, or dwelling, Do you want to build something that will last longer than you, no matter what life brings? Yep, me too. So let's build it the right way, together. It all starts with foundation habits. We've talked about what a foundation is, right? Something firm and strong that can hold the weight of a structure and withstand the pressure of a storm. But it's important to clearly define a habit before we move on. So what's a habit? A habit is a routine behavior or action that is performed regularly and often enough such that a pattern is ingrained over time through repetition, AKA what you do on repeat becomes automatic, unconscious, and your norm. And you know what they say, 
you get what you repeatedly do. So if you look at someone's results or your own, undoubtedly you can tell what they do or don't do, which by the way, is also a habit, what you are repeatedly not doing. Now, we're not gonna take the time today to dive into negative habits like overconsuming, procrastinating, or nail biting. Those are often habits by default. But rather, let's focus our time on habits by design. Those actions that you do on purpose because they take you towards an outcome you desire. Or, as we say around here at Redeem Her Time, towards where God is calling you in the eight key areas of your with God life. So, what repeated action would move you towards growth in your faith walk, your family, your friendships, your service, your stewardship, your wellness, your passions, your dwelling? Do that thing on purpose on repeat. In fact, let me give you my foundation habit formula so you can do just that. It's what plus why plus when plus how. What? The first part is simple. What area do you want to focus on? I've given you eight that need your attention on the regular, so just pick one for now that either would make the biggest difference or could use some attention in this season. For me in this season, it's family, specifically my marriage. Next, now we're still under what? What is the one foundational habit that you want to do regularly as a minimum? Think about it this way. If you did nothing else in this area, what one action would keep you grounded and growing towards your with God vision in this area? Speaking of one, remember the one thing focusing question we've talked about a few times? What's the one thing I can do in this area such that by doing it regularly with intention, everything else will be easier, unnecessary, better, or fill in the blank with your anchor word. For me, the word is connected. And in the area of my marriage, it's a daily dialogue with three specific questions that my hubby and I are committed to intentionally asking each other and truly listening to one another to connect on a deeper level. Let me give you a few ideas for each area to get you going. In your faith walk, it could be a daily quiet time, a weekly Sabbath, or a monthly service project. For your family, it could be a daily check-in conversation, a weekly date or family night, or a monthly outing. In your friendship, it could be a daily prayer and text, a weekly call, or a monthly lunch or coffee date. In your service, well, that's based on what you do for work, whether you're an employee, an entrepreneur, a volunteer, a mother, a grandmother, running a household. What is it that would make the biggest difference for you daily, weekly, or monthly? In stewardship, maybe it's daily logging your receipts, weekly paying your bills, or monthly making adjustments to your budget. In the area of your wellness, perhaps it's daily walking or drinking water, a weekly class or meal prep, or a monthly activity day. Under passions, again, that's based on what fills you. Maybe it's reading. So maybe it's daily reading a number, certain number of minutes or pages, weekly setting aside an hour or two for reading, and monthly getting away for an entire afternoon or day to read. And dwelling, what about daily resetting the main areas? Weekly cleaning up one space, 
in monthly, deeply cleaning and organizing one room. So got some ideas rolling around in your head? If you're anything like me, it's tempting to jump in and do all the things because they're all good and you're right, but that would be wrong. Because what happens when you try to do all the things all at once? Nothing. (laughs) As in you get overextended, overwhelmed, overcome, and then shut down. Then nothing gets your attention and you're right back where you started. Or maybe even worse. Plus, it's summertime. And like we talked about last week on episode 143, about great intentions having a way of going out the window in the summertime, with the beautiful weather and open road calling, the same principle applies to your habits. Less is more. So I'm gonna limit you to just one foundation habit. Okay, or maybe two, if you pinky promise me, you'll commit to the entire process and give both the attention they need. And if you find you do need to go down to one, no shame, no judgment, some is better than none. So now that you've figured out your one or two what's, be sure you know your why. Why does that matter in this season? Why does that matter long-term? Why does that matter in light of eternity? You gotta have a why that's bigger than you for the days you don't feel like it, cause you won't, and for the days when life hits, cause it will. For me, it's because my hubby and I have a tendency to get busy We're doing and serving all day long, so we need a way to come back together, to understand, to encourage and support one another, and work together as one. Next is when. The first part of this step in the formula is determining the frequency of how often. Is it daily, weekly, or monthly? Did you notice I gave ideas for all three frequencies in each area? Feel free to change the frequency of any of those because my daily might be your weekly and vice versa. It's about your season and your needs and how often it needs your attention. Then once you know how often, when in your day or week or month, will you do this action, this foundation habit, the more specific you can get, the more likely you will follow through on actually doing it. If you determine the time block or more specifically the day and the time, all the better. For me, that conversation is daily because relationships starve without connection. And we've chosen to do it after dinner, ideally when my hubby goes outside on the dock to feed the catfish. I jokingly call it his Mr. Rogers time, time to feed the fish. At that time, the sun is starting to set, the frogs are chirping, The bats are taking care of the mosquitoes and no one else needs us. So we can sit as long as we like to just talk and listen. Now, how is the last part of the formula? And to be honest, that part depends on knowing your personality, your commitment level, your circumstances. I've got all kinds of ideas for you inside the coaching program. Everything from clearing the slate and crafting a clear vision to knowing your response to expectations inside and out of you and what motivates you to start and keep going. How to start small to get the ball rolling and do one thing now to stop putting it off. How to schedule it out in your calendar and visibly track your progress. How to make your new habit obvious or the one you no longer want to do more obscure. How to anticipate the what ifs you might run into and 
the excuses you might make, how to habit stack with something that's already established, and multitask when it's actually effective to do so, how to reward yourself at a milestone, and how to treat yourself along the way to keep yourself going, how to believe that what you're doing is part of your identity, and how to invite authentic accountability, and how to regularly assess your growth and realign your intentions and actions. So there you have it. What plus why plus when plus how. With that formula, the possibilities are endless. I'd love to help you implement your new foundation habit with the habit strategies that best fit you and will not only help you get started, but keep going and finally be consistent, even in the summertime. That's how you build a strong foundation. Wouldn't that feel amazing? I promise you it does. Because when you have foundation habits laid first, you can continue to build a life that moves you towards what God is calling you to do. So let's hop on a free five-minute find-the-time chat and put together a doable habit strategy so you can implement right away. Like I said, there are only a few days left in my birthday month, so now is the time to get on the calendar. And maybe you're a regular listener and you've been practicing the habit of procrastination, as in hearing about my birthday gift to you, but not doing anything about it. No longer, my friend, because that's not taking you where you want to go, is it? I'd love to lovingly help you see what you can't see and do what you've been putting off doing. Ready to find the time together? Just go to redeemhertime.com forward slash call or scroll down in the show notes to the link I put there for you to make it easy. And while you're there, click the link to join the free Redeem Her Time community and answer today's question where you'll glean inspiration and implementation strategies to get your foundation habit going too. Here's today's community question. What's one foundation habit that you are wanting to do on a regular basis? Chances are, whatever you want to do, you are not alone. You just might find the accountability you need to move forward and stick with it long enough for it to actually become a habit. And you might be a source of inspiration for someone else who needs a nudge in the right direction too. Thankfully, we don't have to do it on our own. We can do it with others and with God. So let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for how you call us into relationship with you. May we accept your divine invitation with our intentional participation. You've called us to pay attention in the eight areas of attention, and we confess that often we get distracted by all the other things competing for our attention. We long to build a solid foundation on who you are, what you've done in our hearts, and how you are calling us to live. May your spirit give us the patience to build a strong and firm foundation that will withstand the test of time and the storms of life so that ultimately we can build a with God life that gives you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. 
Podcasts, would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.